it's the best pilot ever committed to tape. Or it's Fatal Attraction with lifeguards. Either way, it's got a shitload of red swimsuits. It's Baywatched. All right. Uh, well, fuck. <laughs> Welcome to Baywatched. Uh, Where the we Bay just, watches you. The Bay, yeah. Um, but yeah, welcome to Bay Watched. Uh, we decided to name it that because it does often feel like something that is thrust upon you against your will. So, uh, <laughs> like yeah, happens just, to your eye holes. Yeah, just Bay 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 Watch. Just got Bay Watched, <laughs> um, and that's what we did to ourselves. We Bay Watched ourselves, and we watched the first episode of Bay Watch. Uh, Panic at Malibu Beach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It uh, was full of panic and beaches. <laughs> uh, I'm a trash rat. Uh, my God-given Christian name is Josh. And uh, here in the uh, year of our Lord 2022, I'm joined by my co-host. Hello, Carrie. I am Carrie. And uh, I have many nicknames, but I don't know what I can use for this one. No, it's fine. I've got a branding thing going on. You're good. You just go with Carrie. Just me. <laughs> Your last name's Coffin, for fuck's sake. So, I mean, you true. already have a cooler name than most people. So, uh, I don't know. It, uh, makes for, it makes for fun jokes. Like, could you carry my coffin? Or do you have a brother named Paul Bearer? It's terrible. Okay. That's me. I'm Carrie. Good jokes? Did you say, did you preface that with no, good jokes? No, they were not good jokes. They oh, were terrible jokes. I see. Terrible. Okay. So, yes, so we decided that we were going to watch every episode of Baywatch, Baywatch Hawaii, Baywatch Nights, um, and some other superfluous... uh, Related uh, material. Exactly, yes. Uh, And we'll get into all of that uh, immediately. So... (laughs) (laughs) Right now. Right fucking now. So, April 23rd, 1989, Panic at Malibu Pier uh, premieres. Uh, we didn't watch the premiere version. We watched the version that was clearly made for the spicy VHS release because uh-huh. our version had boobs in it. So many boobs. Um, well, I mean, two sets, but it's a lot when you consider that it's an NBC show. Like, at the same time, they're just making cheers, but also producing <laughs> uh, this Baywatch-related, uh, Baywatch, this lifeguard-related uh cop show basically it's it's yeah. like it's like a cop show if it's uh with lifeguards and they were superfluous boobs like that you didn't really need them there well that's why it was definitely know. for some sort of vhs release afterwards yeah. because they weren't uh, i mean nbc made it so i don't think they were trying to make uh a pilot they could just shop around and get like hbo mm. and stuff but it, yeah it does seem like oh we're gonna cash in on selling the pilot as its own VHS because it's essentially a TV movie. Yeah. It's TV movie length. It has like, you know, it leaves it open for some things, but there's, you know, drama that keeps it all going. Uh, I mean, there's three plots. Yeah. Uh, so, so <laughs> you know, they, they clearly want to make more, but, you know, you're never let, it's never boring. It's, ne- it's never a letdown. It's constantly charging forward. Yeah. Um, but For yeah, so we watched the one with the boobs, but, <laughs> uh, when we're starting out, so we start out obviously with the thing that Baywatch loves the most and we will all come to find it loves too much in later seasons is 
the montage. The montage. So it starts with a montage, and it had a song over it. Now, this song that's playing, um, we'll play it a little bit of it here in a second, but uh, this song that's playing was not the original song that was there. And some of the music in this episode, I think, was created for this episode. Mm. So I think some of it is the original music. I don't think there was much in the way of licensed songs because it's the pilot. Yeah. But this song that we heard is from the DVD release uh, from like the mid 2000s. So it's not in any way the original theme song. The original theme song was what would have played there. And that I believe is called Save Me. Yeah. And then and how many theme songs do they have? Depending on well, what Well, okay. So everything up through what is called Baywatch, there's mm-hmm. three. Yeah. Then Baywatch Hawaii goes through a couple of weird transitions. Baywatch Good. Nights has two different theme songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's it. So yeah. So there's like, six or seven theme songs throughout (laughs) all the series really tying it together uh but the the i'm always here theme song didn't come around till season two so we don't get that for a while um but we're gonna uh, you know since we're here at the beginning let's take a listen to each of the theme songs and see which one that we think is the best So that one that we just took a listen to, that was Save Me. That is the original theme song. So that's not what we heard, but it would have been what was on if you'd watched it when it originally aired in 1989. Um, mm. It's pretty good. It is. Like, it's, it's funny. Like, you think, like, I'm, I'm Always Here is a very iconic theme song. So yeah. it's like, of course, it's good. But, like, you didn't think, oh, oh they replaced that? They replaced that? <laughs> that's pretty crazy. That's a good song. I'm fi- you could strut to that. Yep. And uh, they did. Well, <laughs> yeah. they ran well, to that, they, Yeah, guess. well, they put in the slow, <laughs> they put in the slow-mo that's, like, a specific ver- speed of slow-mo. Yes. So it's, like, semi-slow-mo. So everyone's, like, going to the beat of that. Like, everyone's just, like, <laughs> <laughs> striding, just striding along. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's uh, take a listen to another one. And all of these things that we take for That was strong enough. That's the DVD, like, remade, not remade, but uh, they made it for the DVD when they had to replace all the music because of the rights. Uh, And so that was the theme that they made for uh, the first season. It had a very Tom Cochran guitar vibe. Not the voice, (laughs) just the guitar, like a very jangly sort of. Yeah, it's very, yeah, it's jangly, got a twangy, like, country thing going. It's much more chill, but again, it's. Very good. It's way better than it deserves to be being a song that was made for the DVD release of this show. 
And I mean, I guess you got to put yourself in the mindset of it. Like this was this was a DVD that came out around like 2004. Mm. The series, uh, the last thing the series did was only a year ago. Okay. Um, you know, and it's the it's one of the most watched shows on the planet because of syndication. Which is it had, wild. It it, it it makes sense that they would put the money into having the music replaced. But the fact that it's of a level mm. that I remember the lyrics like <laughs> yes. I watched. I just I had uh, I had originally done like a full watch through of this mm. a few several years ago. So the fact that I still recall hearing this theme song this one theme song that's only for this one yeah. season of a show i just uh, i just want to know am i strong enough to <laughs> feed my family no am i rich enough to oh, feed rich my enough family, to feed my family. Yes. i am not see i yeah, yeah gotta gotta learn the lyrics i know yeah i'm bad <laughs> all right we got one more and this one obviously we're all gonna recognize I'm always here. the The most popular of the many Baywatch theme songs, um, the more iconic. Yeah, and I mean, yes, it's it's un, it's undeniably good and catchy, and I love it. But I think I'm personally am still partial to the DVD uh, season one. Just the just knowing the work that went into it, or maybe no work. Maybe they just yeah. shit that right out, <laughs> and that was what they got. And I'm just sitting here like in love with it, like just an just a fucking asshole. So, but I think but that's the one, one that had, I like the percussion and the doinkly piano. It's which is great. Again, yes. I love it. The whole reason I wanted to watch Baywatch initially was because I just heard the theme song on something else. Oh, okay. and I was like, oh, that theme song's pretty great. I mean, you know what? I've never seen Baywatch, and then just <laughs> dove right in. So this is this is an interesting podcast for me to make because like Josh has seen all of Baywatch already. And, All of and pretty much. I didn't see the second season of Nights, so okay. that'll be new to me. But everything else I have seen, yes, at least once. Yeah, whereas I purposely have not watched Baywatch because I got so tired as a young person when it was first coming out. Got so tired of hearing about Pamela Anderson's giant boobs. So tired. <laughs> and I don't know how Josh convinced me to watch it with him, but he did. Well... The the, I think, the fun thing is Pamela Anderson doesn't show up until season three. Yeah, which is so weird because I didn't some, know that. We've got some time. Yeah. And she's in it like probably less than some other characters. Yeah, I feel like she's only yeah. in it for three seasons. I think or that probably the people that were talking to me about it started watching because well, of Well, yeah, that it well when she was on it, that was the height of it. Yeah. Like it really was like a, a big thing. Yes. Uh we start out with Mitch Buchanan. Ex-Navy SEAL lifeguard, single father, yeah. Mitch Buchanan, is out on... What are they on? It's like some sort of skinny canoe. Yeah, I don't really know or what Or water it is. ski. Because someone comes up and takes it from it him ski. and calls it a ski when they yeah. get to the sh- they get to shore. Um, but yeah, he's out with his son, Hobie, the Hopester. Yeah. The Ho- Hobart. Ho- yeah. Who okay. would I name was their like, child Hobart? Who would name their child Hobart? We had to look that up I was, yeah. because we were like not sure. It's like, hmm, Hobie. 
What is nah. that short for? <laughs> nobody nobody has a real name that ends like in an IE. Like mm. that's always a nickname. Yeah. No, there's no and like oh Heidi. No, that's EI. Boom. It is. I win. Fuck names. Well, I mean some, <laughs> some people spell their name Carrie, C A R R I E. Oh, I guess like Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't know. I'm just an idiot. Um, so they're coming up with another character whose name I don't, don't think they said enough for me to catch. No. Like, if she Maybe pretty much... Jill? It's something like that. Uh, that might actually be it. Mm. But she's she's like uh, Mitch's second in command. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's always kind of like Mitch's like right hand. Mm. In things, she's definitely one of the highest ranking lifeguards. Okay. Um, but yeah, I so not completely 100% <laughs> on her name. But something we noticed is just that uh, people tend to discard things into the water in this show. Yeah. Uh, like, both because they want it gone and because they think it will just be there later for them. Yeah, I was never quite clear on that. Like, is it a giant garbage bin or is it like a storage device? The ocean is a storage device for my t-shirt. I don't know. <laughs> for your t-shirt. Well, in this case, the paddle. Yes. He just tosses the paddle aside and is like, well, oh, you know, that'll be, I'll come back for that later. I'm saving it. Yeah. And he does. He does get it later. It is but later. After the after them coming to uh, ashore, we get into one of the best conversations in the entire goddamn show, uh, and uh, that's uh. Hobie telling his dad about how this other this girl was like, "Oh, I I really would love it if you rubbed oil on my back." Hobie, would you please rub some oil on my back? Ooh, what'd you do? And he was a fucking nerd and was like oh, I can't get oil on my hands because I'll get sandy I'm supposed to go surf skiing later which I guess yeah. is what they're doing there we I answer my oh, own fucking question by coming around to the best thing ever would be if that's not what he said and I'm just like oh yeah yes. it's surf skiing that's what it is I totally got it now <laughs> uh, oh yeah I figured it out I figured it out that's what they said so I remembered it that way it's got to be what it is <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, he's like telling his dad about how this girl was like, hey, do you think you could just like rub tanning oil on my back? And he fucking totally let that blow right over his head. Yeah. And he's like, dad, should I do that? And his dad's immediately just like, you're 13. Yeah, you like it. Give it a try. You'll like it. Yeah, get out. Go, yeah. get, Hobie, go and fuck her, Hobie. Uh, do it. Just, just go and just go and fuck her. Like, yeah. it's so... Um, I mean, I'm happy that he's like positive about it because yeah. it starts out that way. And then as they're walking away, he's like, well, what if she asks me to do her front? Yeah. And, and he's then like, he's I'm like, sure she I'm, can take care of that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad that he at least uh, addressed it there. But like yeah. at first, it does seem like a, a, a strange thing of just being like, oh, yeah, sexualize it. You'll like it. <laughs> Not just like, I don't know. She rubbed, asked you to rub shit on her back. Just do it. Fucking yeah. slap it on there. Just. <laughs> suntan oil yeah <laughs> mitch and his wife are divorced yeah uh he only sees hobie every like other weekend or something like that mm. and hobie's in summer school and he's so he's a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> and his mom's worried that because he goes to the beach and hangs out with his cool dad He's never going to amount to anything yeah, except like, becoming a really great lifeguard. Yeah. I mean, the man owns his own fucking house, uh, uh-huh. is divorced, is a single dad, like just dealing with it day to day, step by step, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, uh, and saving people's lives. And she's like shitting on him for that. 
Yeah, like it's not a legit job or something. I don't even know. Well, I think she just sees him as a beach bum, but yeah. it's, uh, it, I don't know. It's one of those things where I guess she uh, values her life in a different way. Yeah. She values her life in the amount of, uh, you know, I guess things she has or places she can go where mm. he's you know, happy with what he has. Yeah. You know, he he isn't in a position of, oh, this is the best I can do. Mm. It's exactly what he wants to be doing. And yeah, again, he's not he reaching. owns his own house yeah. that she says is a block from the beach yeah. in How, Los Angeles. Who doesn't want that? In fucking Los Angeles, he yeah. owns a house that's a block from the beach on a lifeguard salary. Um, so he works for a lifeguard <laughs> for Baywatch and he likes it. Though, in this, he's becoming a lieutenant. Yes. Which... Uh, he clearly doesn't want to do. So we're getting into this without even getting to see primetime Mitch Buchanan out on the beach. They don't even give that to us in the beginning of this show. He's got to wear shoes, which apparently he doesn't like to do. Yeah, when he shows up in his gross, dumb sandals and gets chewed the fuck out by his fucking superior. It's fucking hilarious. Like, there's nothing worse than, like, wearing something you don't want to be wearing when someone's just chewing your fucking shit out. Yeah. And he's just standing there in his dumb sandals. Yeah, his sandals and his pants. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one of our plots. Uh, the other side, the other side, one of the other sides of this fucking prism is, uh, <laughs> the new lifeguards that are coming in. Cause they all just finished lifeguard school. Like yep. they went to, they cut, they show up talking about it. Like they just got back from Top Gun. Ah, like, yeah, <laughs> like, it does sound like, like that. oh, I was with him at lifeguard school. And I'm like, what the <laughs> course you took on the, the beach? Rookie school. Yeah. Like, like, I don't feel like. This this school isn't a building. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. did, there's not a building they went to. This school well, um, was a course on the beach. I guess, but they talk about writing tests, so they must have they must have had to do some writing in a building, unless they were just okay, like out there fair. doing that on paper on a clipboard. I don't know, maybe. Oh, the, yeah. True. Well, they might have done it <laughs> Keep at their the towers. fantasy alive. But yeah, so we meet Eddie and Shawnee. Yeah. Oh, and Shawnee's in that sweet fucking Suzuki. The little Barbie uh, car. The, it's like a little Barbie Jeep. They got the fucking doors off. Those fucking girls are cool like as fuck. Pink, pink, <laughs> pink, There's like pink graphics. Trim. Yeah, pink yeah, there graphics. was like pink graphics on it because it had some other color for like the paneling or whatever. Yeah, it was mostly white and then it had like pink graphics on the side, like a pink fuzzy graphic and yeah. then a purple thing on the hood, I think. Mm. But it was like, it was big in the late 80s and early 90s to airbrush your vehicle mm. in just it, like. And it, sh- as it should be. As it should as be. As our Lord intended. <laughs> But then they see sweet old fucking Eddie McLean rolling up with his fucking crop top. Skateboard. Yeah, rolling up on a skateboard at the crop top. Yeah. The thing the funny thing is though, like those shorts are very that time period. Yep. There's like a weird little there's always a weird little separate mini decade in the years of uh, you know, the end of one decade into the other. Yes. And eighty seven to ninety three has a, a very specific microcosm of its own horse shit. It does. Uh, and like, and him with that crop top, great. Yeah. Black puffy shorts. Yes. Like he's on laundry day. Not ah! good. <laughs> well, it was sort of it was sort of like the transition from like the seventies, eighties of the tiny little shorts that men wore on the beach, and I don't know how they kept themselves in them, mm-hmm. to like the longer board shorts of the nineties. Mm. And it's just kind of a middle ground of uncomfortable looking puffiness, and it's definitely made of nylon. Yeah. And there's a lot of puffy clothing in this there as is. well. There's some other things that we'll talk about. 
Um, so yeah, so we meet them. They're new. They both got well. Eddie apparently was much better. He got to pick Baywatch. Uh, Shawnee was like, I came in 46. I'm surprised I got here at all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah, holy shit. What the fuck? Why do you have a job at this place? I mean, you think they would put her somewhere where they're like, okay, these people probably won't drown, but we're going to show you what happens if they do. Like, they just like, you think they would be taking her somewhere to like school her a bit more? No, they're like, let's just throw her into this shit and then we'll just see (laughs) what happens. Well, they say 46 out of what? Out of how many? Oh, that's true. We don't know how many. Yeah. yeah. So it could have been like 200. Yeah. Um, but still. Yeah. 46 uh, is down there. But yeah. But they are. There is like a scene later where Mitch is on where like, which is, I mean, you, they must have ran that scene so many times because he's so stiff during it mm. where he's just like, oh no, she's a good lifeguard. Yeah. She is like, a good Like, take her under your wing. <laughs> Show her. Like, that's how he's talking. <laughs> but actually, after- no, no, no. Let's play a clip of that. Take her under your wing. Guide her. Show her the way. Just after she's like, I don't want to be a babysitter. And then he's like, why don't you just be a babysitter? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Be more of a Yoda-like babysitter. Yes. Um, So, yeah. So, we have our young lifeguards coming in. Um, Oh, my God. There's four plots. Yes. There's an A, B, C, and D. I just said A, B, C. So, it's not a triangular prism. It is, in fact, a... Rectangular prism. Well, no, actually, both of those things have way too many sides. (laughs) (laughs) It's just the shape of a rectangle. (laughs) Just the basic shape of a rectangle. Two-dimensional rectangle. Yes, two-dimensional rectangle, you know, an unfinished drawing of a house. Yeah. So uh, next we've got, who we've already mentioned, Craig Pomeroy, our other lead lawyer slash lifeguard we never see lawyering well a little bit he mentions well the one actually the one piece of lawyer advice that he mentions is not true it gets immediately oh, no. countermanded in the next scene because oh, he no. goes up to our uh, again other plot yeah the uh the old guy al who yep. is a lifeguard that's like approaching mandatory uh, retirement age and he tells him, he's like, no, I looked into it. Like, they can't force you to retire for like another 40 years. And he's like, 40. that's great. Got to keep the blood pumping. I'm going to keep running down the beach. And yeah, that's what he says to him. And immediately in the next scene, the captain of the whole thing is just like, he's approaching mandatory retirement. Yeah. Get him off the fucking beach. Like, yep. he doesn't give a shit. So that, I'm like, how old is Al supposed to be? Because in another 40 years, he's just gonna be, he'd be dead he'd be, he'd be a dead. skeleton yeah. like there's no way yeah that man i mean here's people look older so it's 1989 True. i think that guy is probably like 55 okay like yeah, i feel like, he, like i feel like he's just got that like sunburned skin yes. like he's just like what's that guy jack lalane the fucking like old I ripped dude yeah he's like this he old guy Who's super ripped? Okay. I'm serious. You have right, to. Right. You have to see it. But yeah, Jack Lalane. I feel like yeah. they all look so old because they're all spreading tanning oil on themselves yeah, instead guy. of sunscreen. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But he's clearly not as strong as Jack Lalane. <laughs> no, he's not. Um, which is the problem. Which is why is. they want him to retire. Yes. So we've gotten a little off track, but yes. yeah, okay, let's just at least get that one out of the way, because the other plot is really the the doozy, that's the big one. Oh, yeah. Um. So yeah, so Al, 
uh, is an older lifeguard. They want him to retire, but he doesn't want to. And he's really obsessed with the ocean, or as he calls it, Oh, I forget what he calls it. You no. don't remember? Oh, uh, I tried to throw. I set, I set that one up for you Boy, so hard. I, write it down. I like set it up for you. Oh, he calls the ocean his great lady. Oh, his great lady. And he also goes on to say, "See, the great lady's always been my mistress." That's what I. That's the thing that I was thinking. Yeah. Was, but I, uh, yeah. but he refers to it as his great lady. So he's just so in love with the ocean. That he can't give it up, yeah. and he has to be a lifeguard, despite the fact that he's probably putting people's lives in danger. For sure. Just like motherfucker at his home, doing his fucking paint-by-numbers. <laughs> Weird like, thing where all it, the fish it, are missing. A giant paint-by-numbers yeah. as well. It's like a 12 by 6 like fucking canvas. <laughs> <laughs> that is an ocean scene, like underwater ocean scene, but all of it's painted except for a couple pieces of seaweed yep. and all of the fish. Yep. There's just white blank spaces that are in the shape of different fish like the fucking who's that pokemon like fucking bit at the end of every episode or actually no it'd be like in the middle like during a fucking they come back for they'd leave on a commercial break and be like which pokemon is this and then come back and be like oh it's fucking star you i never watched pokemon oh yeah because you're older i am i'm an old person but like so all these fish are blank except for one that Mitch is painting yellow as they're talking. No, he's not. It's not a fish, though. That's what I mean. He's just painting weird yellow seaweed. And he's oh. not even painting it. He just he's strokes. At it. He just strokes over the same spot over and over again the whole yeah. time. And a spot that's already fully yellow. <laughs> so he just keeps touching this yellow spot. <laughs> I've heard like you a, like yellow with your it's, yellow. It's, so <laughs> I put more yellow on your yellow. It's like a kid who is. Oh, that's an old reference. I know. It's like, <laughs> it's like a kid kid just like yeah just like <laughs> trying to like explain something just like screwing like along with their fingers like yeah doo, 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 like oh no like a weird little like, and well because it's when he tells him that he he does have to retire so yeah. mitch does show so up he has to, to his have house a cringy and, talk with him about it yeah it has a cringy talk telling him that he has to retire and then he has a speech about his great lady yeah and how we have to treat her better. No. <laughs> because in so and so many years, it's going to be gone. And I'm yeah. like, nah, it's not going to be gone. It's just going to be real yeah, dirty. It's just going to be gross. <laughs> yeah. So our other plot is Craig Pomeroy, who I had mentioned before, our lawyer slash lifeguard. Yeah. Uh, who we're introduced to in his, what is he driving? He's driving a Corvette. He's driving a Corvette. And what was that license plate Wait, that he has? When we're introduced to him, isn't he driving a truck? No, 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 because he's on he's on the PCH. He's on the Pacific Coast Highway driving because he's on the phone. He's on his fucking sweet fucking car phone. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, I don't know. Should I go be a lawyer today or should I go fucking be a fucking lifeguard? And like talking to his wife, like in this car. But he's in a Corvette. But what's that? uh, What's that license plate that he's got there? So the license plate is. It is S W M O R D I, and at first I was like S W Morty, but no. <laughs> Star Wars Morty, a guy named Morty who really likes Star Wars. Yeah, it is swim or die. <laughs> swim or die. Amazing. I mean, that's the lawyer I want. And then you know what? When he when he shows up, when they introduce him, it looks like they're introducing an absolute douchebag, but he really isn't. Uh, no, he actually is not. He is actually a a, a very decent guy. Yeah, he's kind you of would think, awesome. but yeah, uh, no, he is a super awesome guy. But it is just funny that his big struggle, like they yeah. just, I think the um, 
thematically just dis- showing it to us that way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so... It's so heavy-handed, but I love it so much. Like, just the, the like, oh, he's got to legitimately decide which yes. exit on a fucking highway to take to decide which of his double lives he's going to pursue. Like, that's such Batman-level shit. Oh, my God. Oh, like, do I take the Rolls-Royce or the Batmobile? Like, it's it's so fucking funny. And I, I love it so much. Of course... He goes to be a lifeguard. Yes. Um, and does not take the exit, which is what pleads him to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, which made sense to me later because their house is fucking huge. It's so big. And uh, I assume that was lawyer money that paid for that and not lifeguard money. Yeah. Uh, but alas. So Craig goes to work on the beach. He takes a truck out. He gets it stuck under a pier. And filled and with water. And filled with water. <laughs> and he's waiting for a tow, and we're introduced to another character. Not another plot, just another character. Yeah, a character uh, in this but plot. Lori. So oh we're introduced boy. to the character of Lori, who's riding her bike through LA traffic. And she has her own theme song. And she has her own theme song. Let's take a listen to that theme song. Kind of again, more music that obviously this is this is original release music. Yeah. But it's like again, more music that's almost too good for the product <laughs> that it's in. That is like fair. it's a legit theme that plays throughout any time this character Lori uh, pops up. So and it's a very dreamy. Yeah, very dreamy, very strange mm-hmm. uh, theme. I don't know how to feel about it. Like it's a it's a both times it's creepy. Yeah. For reasons that will become obvious later. Yes. <laughs> but then other times like sad for the reasons that I thought the plot <laughs> was going to uh, uh, unfold upon. Yes. Um, so we're introduced to Lori. She's a, a young woman. Uh, who's yeah driving her bike uh, haphazardly through LA traffic yeah. in a very pillowy shirt. It looks like it's made of quilts. Yeah, or it's, comforters. Yeah, it, com- yeah. I called it the comforter shirt when yeah. I watched it. The, I think uh, it might be reversible. It might be reversible. It's like yellow. Yeah. With white like cuffs and yeah. collar and flowers on it. I think, I think they <laughs> and were very hats. poof. What is? I it? thought they were hats, like weird little hats. hats. Maybe not. Okay, so well, hats or flowers, you can you can let us know yeah. <laughs> before the next episode. I'm not gonna look it up. Fuck Fair. it. Is it hats or is it flowers? That's a shirt. Yeah, <laughs> it was a shirt and belted right around the middle of that shirt, so it like billowed out on top and on the bottom was this well, no, huge it wasn't, fanny pack. It was yes, I was gonna say it wasn't belted. It was a giant fanny pack. Yeah, a absurdly huge fanny pack. Ridiculous, like, it was camping bas- sized fanny. Yeah, pack. it was like um, I mean, it was like the size of most people's purses, but yeah. made of like just that heavy duty. Yeah, like a camp backpack material with with a huge belt because yeah. the belt in the front Front was stylish as fuck. Like yeah. it really like was like oh man she's she's giving it. But then it ends up being this giant fanny pack, which admittedly still isn't unfashionable. But there's just something so awkward about how huge it is. Yeah, it is super huge, and I feel like the fanny packs at the time that I remember people wearing were quite a bit smaller. Mm. Um, and she looks like whatever she's wearing is extremely hot. Be- like like temperature hot because everybody else is in like tiny little shirts and little shorts and running around boiling on the beach and here she is in this fucking comforter shirt. <laughs> I don't know. 
She no, looks like she's it does roasting. make sense. California is weird, though, weather-wise. It yeah. can be very sunny, but also then kind of be, like, cold. Fair enough. Because I, I always thought that about, like, movies where it's, like, in L.A. and yeah. it's, like, everyone's in suits. Mm. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> are, <laughs> are you kidding me? Why, like, everyone should be, like, Donald Gennaro in Jurassic Park, like, the, sh- the suit that's shorts. Oh, yeah. Like, God, that's no. what I feel like everyone would look Ooh, like in uh. California, really. But, like, I don't know. Um, so we're introduced to Lori, who yeah. takes her bike to a pier. Uh, she tries to do a little uh, walking along the, the railing of the pier after uh, smoking a cigarette and burning a piece of paper that she drops into the ocean. So yeah. she does a little uh, tightrope tight rope thing. Tight uh, thing on uh, on the railing and falls. And because our, our, our hero, close eye Craig... That man's his eyes are so close together. In the they intro, are. he's got in the intro he's got sunglasses on, and I'm like, oh, it's the best he's ever looked because someone pointed it out to me that his eyes are really close together. That might have been me. But I just I can't I can't unsee it. Yeah. Now. Uh, Sorry. It's fine. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure I'll live. <laughs> um, but because he's there, he manages to save her. So he swims the little heroic rescue scene of swimming under the, the pier yeah. and getting her and does a thing that you're not supposed to do as a lifeguard. And that's take getting slammed into a fucking, uh, fucking support of the mm. pier to your back because yeah. you're supposed to put the person you're saving in between you and the, the obstacle. Yep. Because if you get knocked out, then, then you can't, uh, both you both die. Yeah. So it is funny that, that's one of the first things he does. But it's his, I guess it's his save the cat moment. I he guess. saves the lorry. He saves the lorry and then performs extremely incorrect CPR. He doesn't do any compressions. Yeah. He just blows in her mouth three times and listens. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, uh, you good? You good? You good? No. <laughs> oh. <sighs> you, you, you good now? Like, just so. Yeah. Um, but she is, she coughs up seawater. They take her back. Um... And it's very obvious very quickly that as a result of taking of saving her life in the midst of whatever uh, problem she was mm. having, she's become very obsessed with Craig Pomeroy. Yeah, like immediately. Uh, <laughs> but and and the worst of it is that people in the office there don't do anything to curb that. Yeah. She uh, is brought uh, dry clothing to put on yep. and it's a sweater of Craig's because she asks the woman yeah. who gives it to her she's just like oh is is this his and they're like who's the man who saved me and yes. she's just like, like oh, yeah. tee yes it is it like sure is. no that's so don't reinforce this don't no. tell her that just be like oh no it's 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 Al's it's old Al we're making him <laughs> retire so we're giving you his shirt he's not allowed to keep it oh my god <laughs> And she does ask if she can keep the shirt, which she is really does. weird. And her... she does. Um, she has a brief moment with Craig yeah. where she's um, not creepy yet, but she's a little just like, she's like, definitely like interested, but she's like, I guess 19 or just 18 or something yeah, like that. She... And he's a 37 year old lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> And the way his face looks when he figures it out. Like, he's like, yeah, yeah, everything's cool. And oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, just, it drops pretty yeah. sharply. Um, so, yeah, so there's that. Uh, she's like, don't contact my parents, uh, but also is over 18. So doesn't matter. Yeah. And they don't. And they probably should have. But whatever. Uh, just just want to take a second here to like where they brought her back to was I guess their sort of headquarters, their little station. 
which was like Chippendale's police station. It's so like that. There's so much going on. It's so like trying to be a cool, busy place. There's a there's a few scenes, and we'll, and uh, this is one of them that you can tell that they said action like less than a second before <laughs> the camera started rolling. Yeah. And there's just people who are like, okay, and now, now we're busy. And so, yeah, this, and as you put it, the Chippendales police station. <laughs> and there's people in, like, business attire, like Mitch is there in his lieutenant stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then you have just people going by, mostly naked. Like, yeah. it's just dudes in just shorts and carrying files, women. like, I've got important business to do. <laughs> <laughs> in my Chippendales business outfit, which is... Just shorts and mm. sandals. But this does bring us back around to a uh, scene that we had talked about earlier, mm. which was um, uh, Jill. <laughs> so we just looked it up. It is Jill. We did take a quick break to look it up. It is actually Jill. Um, so Jill is complaining about having Shawnee out with her. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it happened at this point yet, but it doesn't matter. We can talk about it. Yeah. But uh, Shawnee is out when there's like a big rescue. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that oh, hasn't happened that yet. That hasn't happened yet. What's and happening is, is Eddie's there... being assigned and Shawnee's being mad about it. Yes. She wanted the tower by her friends. Um, but uh, yeah, so Jill is just basically griping to, to Mitch about the fact that she's got a babysitting duty mm-hmm. uh, with the the new people. Yeah. Um, and then he's just like, well, I think we already talked about this, that he's, <laughs> he's just responds to her like a robot, tells her to keep being a babysitter. Yeah. While this other motherfucker, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, the Australian guy? Yeah, the I Australian guy. I don't know guy. his name. I just call him slimy Australian guy. Uh, oh, good. I opened up my phone and it's right there immediately. Good, good. Trevor Cole. Trevor Cole. So Trevor Cole decides to climb up some sort of pole structure. Yeah. There's something outside Mitch's office window, which is up two stories. And it's like some sort of like pole I don't know, mast. Yeah. It's like a mast from a ship. It looks like it's just a thing discarded. they have to set up or take down. And yeah. people keep climbing it. Well, yeah. So Trevor, this uh, this Australian lifeguard who works at the resort next door, climbs up it yeah. into his office. And Jill is way too excited about it. Oh, yeah. Like, Mitch is just like, oh, harumph. Just yeah. like harumphing about it. Like, what is this now? Like, and Jill, gangs. Jill, like, literally, like, her heart, like, skips a beat. G'day. How are you? <laughs> you we watch it. her, like, lose a bit of breath. Like, yeah (laughs) just she just loses a little bit of her soul when this guy comes in and i'm like calm down honey he's got frosted tips yeah like let's let's take it easy um but then mitch asks him who he is he pulls out a fucking business card that says trevor cole shark fighter and virgin converter like no nobody wants your business card i don't care what year it is, no one who walked around with that fucking business card was getting anywhere in life. No. (laughs) It's the worst shit ever. It's just so smarmy. I can't. But he shows up to just be a huge dick and be like, don't come into the waters that the resort touches. I'm such a fucking cool lifeguard. And then he leaves via the pole he climbed up. And as he's doing his little, like, fucking... 
Run. Charlie fucking running home with the golden ticket run yes. away uh, from the camera. He does a fucking like sp- sprinting front flip uh, that and he has to going. recover from a little bit and then keep going. Like, he doesn't what even a- look back. He's just like, yeah, she saw me do it. What a fucking ass. He's such an ass. <laughs> um, and, and Shawnee's bathing suit. Oh, yes. We scene. missed that. Yeah. So there yeah. was also Shawnee's bathing suit. So. Everyone on Baywatch, if you're a dude, you got red shorts. Yeah. If you're a a, a woman, a woman. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, okay, I said, dude. What do I say about the other ones? Okay, so in the nineties, they would say dudette for real. Oh, uh, I, I know that's true, but I don't want to say that. But I also didn't want to be. And for the gals, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Men uh, are wearing shorts and women are wearing one-piece red uh, swimsuits. Yeah, basically and, the Budweiser girls' swimsuit. Yeah, and they seem to have told them that they could show up with their own swimsuit, but she didn't get the message that it had to be complete. Yeah. And there's some... It's weird. It's, like, not a bikini because it's attached, but only on one side. It's very so asymmetrically like just, attached. just her right side has, like, a bit that goes from the top part down, and there's just, like, a weird, like, like oh. moon. It's like a, it's like a fucking... Um, a picture of like a moon in one of its phases, mm-hmm. but like in the fucking uh, reversed like color. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's just like a weird moon stomach and like a piece missing. Uh, and there's something about it that's just, I don't know. Like I'm all for like bucking s- professionalism. Yeah. But there's something about it that's just so porny. It's like very I, porny. <laughs> it doesn't I, like, have any straps. I, it would almost yeah. It would. I'd be more comfortable if it was just a two piece. Yeah. Than this thing that just feels like she's wearing lingerie to her job. To yeah. Like I feel it's this beautiful cocktail of awkward. Yeah. Of like you just shouldn't wear. I wish. I, w- I wish it was real and I was working there as a lifeguard, <laughs> yeah. just like there in my shorts, I'm ready. And then I see her in this thing that's just a little too flashy and, and weird. Too small and just like, to oh man, they're gonna, on. yeah, they can't put the insignia on it and they're going to give her shit about it. And I'm just yeah. like, oh man, fucking Shawnee's going to get chewed the fuck out. <laughs> like, oh, just delicious. Mm, mm, just eat that up. Um, but yeah, it was super awkward, and then she has to wear that in the middle of a goddamn crisis. Yeah. Because there's a fucking whole thing that happens with a riptide. So this is the point where they get into, like, full cop show mode. Oh, yeah. Where they, they have, like, the dude, buddy who's got the headset with the radar, and they do the fucking, like, hacker's uh-huh. matrix shot from the inside of the computer, so you see the screen, and then him, like, <laughs> oh, Tower 12, Tower 12, everyone get out to, like, whatever. And it shows the people in the Riptide, and I'm like, that just looks like six people having a good time. Like, yeah. it really didn't look like people in distress. I think but that's I guess, why they had to do the thing where she was talking about the climbing the ladder. It's like, what? What do they look like when they're drowning? I guess I think that so. was part of her test. Anyway. But they definitely were. Oh, I guess, oh, I guess it was a riptide. They're swimming against. They're swimming against riptide. So they're like, oh, yeah. we gotta go out and save them. So there's a big kind of like saving scene, and a yeah. few things come of this. Uh, Shawnee ends up with Jill on a boat with a little girl who has has drowned and yeah. needs to be uh, resuscitated. I think Jill and Eddie are on the boat. Jill and Eddie are yeah. on the boat. So they uh, the girl needs to be resuscitated. Mm-hmm. Um, Mitch uh, goes out. 
and he's matched at swimming with uh, Trevor, the fucking yeah, Australian guy. Slimy and Australian Trevor guy. is closer to uh, a, some a kids kid. or whatever who are drowning, and he skips over them to go and rescue this girl that he had been fucking spying on yeah, uh, she was, earlier. Like, sensually yeah, sensually applying her oil. Very like, sensually, because, yeah, she touched her neck. like she, did, she was, like, gliding her hand upwards towards her face, just, like, Yes, as you like said, like she was in a porn or something like that. Like uh, she didn't know he was watching. Yeah, she. Yeah, well, I, I, she just she she was touching her neck in a way that no one does unless they're taking a thirst trap video yes. of themselves. Like, the, yeah. the, if you have no audience, but well, hey, you know, you know what? She did have an audience. She, she did. was on a fucking beach in it's 1989. True. There was no internet. There you go. This the is your thirst trap. Thirst trap. We video, fr- we video. figured it out. We figured it out, people. <laughs> it confused us. We talked about it out loud. Yep. We fucking can't. Who needs fucking therapists? There's you just fucking shit you just figure in the it 80s out. Eighties was done live on. Yeah. Scene. That's how <laughs> live that and on the scene. Yep. So he skips over the kid to save this girl that he had son, seen son, seen doing the thirst trap thing. Yeah. And then when they get back to the beach, Mitch chews him out, and it was one of the first times that it like really occurred to me. I was like, oh man, people are gonna just be wet most of the time that yeah. I see them. People are just wet constantly in this yes. show. And it's just funny. It's just one of those things where it's like, in life, most of the time, you aren't wet. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you, you know, I guess work on the ocean. But it's just, yeah, funny. In most shows, people, this is honestly, now that I'm hearing it out loud, this is one of the dumbest things I've ever said in my fucking life. <laughs> it is. I'm literally, I'm, li- no, this is what I'm saying. Um, it's occurring to me. But it, it's so fucking stupid i'm literally saying hey you know when you watch most shows people aren't wet people are dry. and then and they're dry <laughs> <laughs> and then when i watch this show people, people are, wet. are wet a lot <laughs> what if i holy fucking shit i'm having trouble getting over how fucking stupid that is <laughs> that is unbelievably stupid <laughs> I have nothing to say. If you're listening to this, you're wasting your fucking time. No. My God. Um, but they were both super wet. Yeah. And their hair looked way better. It's like, true. It, like, because David Hasselhoff's got them curls, but the his like it was like a little padded down with the wetness. He had the curls and yeah. the little mini mullet and shit, and he's just like chewing that fucker out, like yep. just like. Hey, you don't pass up one victim for another one. Not in my water or anywhere. You got that? Oh shit, David yeah. Hasselhoff. Right? <laughs> and then it's Trevor he brushes his curls when they're dry and then they be, just become fuzz. Yeah. Anyway. And then Trevor who has the frosted tips. Yeah. Uh look with the spiky hair yeah. uh when he's not wet. It was all like kind of yeah, like pushed down into a better hairstyle yes. and it was like darker, it wasn't as blonde and it, it looked really good. Frosted, like yeah. obviously he's still a huge piece of shit. He is. Um but you know, it looked really good. And, and when he was being shooed out, instead of being like, yeah, you know what? I was wrong. He was like, oh, you're just mad because I'm swimming faster than you and rescuing the pretty girl. I'm like, what? You skipped over a person. Yeah. He, like, even, like, gets to, like, he, like, stops at them for a second. And I was like, huh? Huh? Looks around, like, duh. And then, like, yeah. swims away from them. Like, no, you could have saved a person's life. Like, how much pussy would you have gotten just from saving that kid's life? Right. Like it's incalculable. Uh, the fact that they he went the other way, which is that he went he he went the he went the give a man a fish way. Yeah. He went he gave himself a fish as he opposed did. to fish teaching himself how to fish. Yep. Oh God. 
He's just like, it's so clear that he's only in lifeguarding to get laid. He's not in it to save lives. He doesn't give a shit. Like, obviously, he's not going to, you know, just let people die. But he's he's in it. He's in it for the pussy. Well, I think you had said to me that it was sort of that was sort of a thing in the way that, like, there was a time where women or at least society wanted us to believe that women were really into buns. Yeah. Like that women were really I mean, into were. lifeguards. Oh, yeah. And well, maybe they well enlighten us. Please, oh, about well, buns and lifeguards. Buns. Okay, so <laughs> women were into buns. Buns are good. You know? A nice set of butt cheeks on a dude is quite nice. I don't know what to tell you about that. There's some power in those butt cheeks. <laughs> you asked. There's some power. Yes, but I want to know about the lifeguard thing. Oh, the lifeguard thing. Yeah. It, it seemed like women were having, or media wanted you to believe that women were having all these massive lifeguard fantasies and you see it in lots of things where, I mean, even stranger things where like Billy is idolized by all these women because he's a lifeguard. Might also be because he's hot. Yeah, but. Although it is weird that he's still got a crustache for like, yeah, he's probably like as old as me in real life. (laughs) That's true. But, yeah, it just seemed to be this thing where, like, people's fantasies were, like, that a lifeguard would rescue them. Like, something would happen to them and the lifeguard would notice them. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Uh, I was too young to be into lifeguards at the time. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't alive yet. (laughs) Yes. Shush. Um, So, yeah. So, they have this uh, scuffle. Yeah. Um, But we get our, and we didn't talk about the other one, but we get our second nude scene. Yes. Uh, so we'll go back. Let's and rewind a little bit, and we're going to talk about the first nude scene that's interjected into this NBC pilot. Oh my God! Things that didn't age well. Yeah, it's a woman in like, it's like she's dressed for like the cover of a heavy heavy metal magazine. Yeah, like she's in like a crazy spiky bra. Yeah, and not like something that you would actually wear to the beach because it would rust out or something. Yeah, I don't know. but it's like a weird heavy metal photo shoot. Yeah, and there's a guy like, oh yeah, and do that and move this way, and he's yeah. turning the camera and shit, and he's like, oh yeah, now lose the bra. Yeah, and she like takes her bra off, but meanwhile. All of our fucking kind of extra characters uh, that are working at the fucking lifeguard Baywatch Mm. headquarters are using one of their fucking life-saving binocular posts that are, like, there. It was, like, placed in, like, a gun emplacement. Yeah. But they're using, like, the binocular post to, like, spy on this, and they're all just hooting and and hollering. Yeah. They're just so absurdly excited about tits they are and it really just i was at first i was like man they're way too into this yeah but it's before the internet it's true they can't just they can't just pull a, a thing out of their pocket and look at any picture of anything they ever wanted yeah. to but it's still it's still kind of upsetting that all these grown men are so excited about seeing boobs like don't don't you see them Otherwise, is this the only way you get your boobage in? I don't understand. Yeah, it it's does. It weird. does. It feels more like something that uh, it feel. I feel like it's asking a cheekier response mm. to just sort of be like, ooh, ha, tee, like, oh, there's <laughs> some, there's some, there's some boobs over there, boys. Oh, yep. look at that. Oh, yes. Well, we've seen oh those God. before, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Mm. But uh, no, they're like freaking the fuck out yeah like, it's fucking uh, it's like spring sports break yeah like, yeah it's like spring whatever. break sports commentators yeah inside of a fucking door no inside of a 
frat house yeah. just losing their shit about this girl's bolted on 80s fake, <laughs> fake titties. Moves. Yeah. They're the, uh, like, just super bolted on yep. where like there's on the the side where the armpit goes to, there's mm-hmm. just the flat skin. Yeah. Because you can see where the tit ends. <laughs> doesn't like it <laughs> doesn't the join the rest of it doesn't join the rest of the skin and like be like, hey, when you lay down, I'm gonna chill in your armpit like a reservoir. Yeah. No. It's just like, nope, we are here today and forever. And forever. Until we sag with age and become a bowling ball in a sock. Anyway. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> You're welcome for that. Jesus. <laughs> So that was nude scene number one. Nude yeah. scene number two is our buddy Trevor uh, going way, way beyond uh, mm-hmm. the Call of Duty uh, yeah. by bringing her a Some presumably alcoholic but spicy drink. So yeah, something probably with oh, it's probably Tabasco. Mm. I Gen X loves Tabasco, and I don't know why. Okay, well I, I just I don't feel, know why either. Oh wait, you're Gen X. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Why does Gen uh, Why does Gen X love Tabasco? I don't tell know. Me. I mean, I love hot sauce, but Tabasco is boring as a hot sauce. I don't know what to tell you. It's uh, maybe because it went in drinks. And I think it must be that. But yeah, Tabasco seems to be the thing, and I think that's what it is. But yeah, she like takes like the tiniest sip of this like pale green drink he gives her, and she's like, yeah. "Oh, it's spicy." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I better check if your mouth is burnt." And they yeah. start making out, and she gets naked, and they fuck. They do in a like tent that's yeah. meant for people to get better in. <laughs> yeah, like a first aid tent. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. But again, it, it is those weird, like, if you watch it without those two scenes, yeah. it's like actually a better pilot. Yeah. Because those are so clearly added in for this VHS release that's yes. like, it's the spicy unrated version that you can get of Baywatch Panagam Malibu Pier. <laughs> but that woman that he's, that he's saved... Uh, she makes it into the into the opening credits all the time. Oh yeah, a lot of, actually yeah, a lot yeah. of the kind of uh, side scenes are not side scenes, but there's a lot of montages lot of in montages. Baywatch. But there's only honestly only three in this one that I can yeah. remember. Yes. There's probably some that people maybe would count, but there's three major kind of beach montages. Yeah. And a lot of those shots are what is in the yeah the opening. Yeah. Uh, for many years, I mean, other than the fact that characters change a lot, there's a revolving door of cast members for yeah. the show. Like people, there's less job security. There's, there's more job security on Game of Thrones when it was on basically <laughs> than there is on this show. <laughs> so. It's grim. Yeah. It's grim outlook. Oh, yeah. Guards. There's people that last, like, very brief periods of time. All right. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So, uh, but I think the roundabout way that we're getting to is that, oh, yeah, in amongst the uh, savior of all of these people in this yeah. riptide, uh, Shawnee is with Jill and Eddie, and they pull a, a young girl up onto a boat who is not breathing and needs resuscitation. Yeah. And the mo- the mother too. is there too. The yeah. mother's like pawing at her legs, like wanting her to be alive. Yeah. And Shawnee's there just like touching the girl's hair, just like having a freak out in her yeah. fucking weird swimsuit. Yeah. And that's, that's that kind of cringe that I love, that it's uh. like, you're just so unprofessionally dressed and like yes. in a situation that you can't handle and someone has to come in and do it for you. It's yeah. like, you might, she might as well have been there in a tuxedo. Like it's, it's really, it's and people so reminding fucking her what awkward. to do. Yeah. It's so awkward. Would. But yeah, they're like, do resuscitation, fucking do it. But yeah, yeah they do. 
Uh, they do end up doing the, the resuscitation. I Again, think is it Eddie that does it? Yeah, so still Eddie, super incorrect CPR, but it, it was better. a small child actress. They can't just crush her. I know, but he only <laughs> to did do, four to, for the realism. Well, still, again, I think it was a it was a it was a small person, and, yeah. they, and they didn't want to harm her, so it makes sense that they did that. But yeah, yeah. so they they resuscitate her. She's back. Yeah. Uh, but Shawnee feels terrible about it. Yeah. So because she fucking cr- crumbled under pressure. Yeah. So from there, it's getting towards the end of the day, and we're back with Craig, and mm-hmm. Craig is uh, closing up his lifeguard tower. When he, f- oh no, we're not there yet. No, he's because we have another tide. He got a cut, I think. Yes. So Lori, uh, who's just hanging around the beach in Craig's sweater. Yeah. <laughs> so Lori's hanging around the beach in Craig's sweater, and sees him uh, helping this other woman mm-hmm. who has like a cut or something that he has to like clean off. But he's yeah. like helping her along the beach. And the moment when he runs into her, he's like, "Oh, hey, Lori!" And Lori like. St- like just fucking Terminator laser beams like through this other girl. Yeah, and she looks a little worried. It's so girl. crazy. It's like, well, yeah, and then Craig does the like looks at the girl that he just saved, looks at Lori, and he's like, uh oh. Yeah, but like, oh, shit. doesn't act on that for the rest of the, the show. No. Like, he's just like, well, that's weird. Yeah. Better not address that. Better just to uh, cool things off, I guess. Yeah. Walk away. Um, so he goes to like help this girl put a band-aid on her foot, and Lori's just like, fuck that, and goes and I can't even watch him touch her. Yeah, can't even (laughs) can't even watch it. Finds out where this girl's car is and keys the fuck out of it. Like scrapes it all the way from the back to the front. Oh like, oh man, what a woman. (laughs) She's crazy. Oh yeah, no, she's great. She's She's great. uh, She needs a little help there. (laughs) <laughs> so as a result of that uh later on craig is closing up his lifeguard tower for the night and finds that Lori is there she's there with like champagne and glasses yeah nice nice glasses <laughs> yeah. and a kimono oh, she was at home oh she went home. she was already home yes. that's what it is because i remember watching it and just being like where did she get all this stuff that's right Didn't but she, she went home to change into this kimono i think uh, I don't think she left in it, but I think she took it from there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, uh, her mother is like calling out to her. And she's like yes. leaving on her bicycle again. Yeah. <laughs> so she's at his, uh, lifeguard tower. She's got champagne and she's mm-hmm. got the, the fucking kimono. Yeah. And she's trying to get him to drink. And she's just like dropping not very vague hints no. that she wants to fuck real hard in this lifeguard tower. Yeah. And he starts like getting into the like well i've got a i've got a friend who's got this problem like story where yeah. he's just like oh i've heard about these times when people get infatuated with someone who saves them and it yeah. just doesn't work out and he's like kicking the sand off of the fuck or he's i think he's sweeping he's, he's like sweeping. sweeping the sand off of the fucking ramp yeah and then she's just like i'm not a child or something and, yeah. and takes her boobies out and he's like, no, you can't be doing that. Yeah, put and, that back on. And oh, glorious day, another lifeguard rolls up in one of their bright yellow trucks. Yeah. And the look on this dude's face is just absolute magic. He thinks there's something else going on. Yeah. He's just like, oh, yeah, oh, you're here trying goes. to fuck this girl, are you? You, yeah. you? you married lawyer lifeguard Craig Pomeroy. You're trying yeah, to fuck this girl. You. But it's like so just like, 
Oh yeah, like doesn't matter. And then Craig's just like, it's I don't know. It's Craig even fucking goes for the the long fucking pass, and he's like, oh, this is like one of those she's obsessed with her savior complexes. Yeah, he like yeah he goes he pulls out the big words goes for victim fixation. The other guy's just like. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, he's like, doesn't it? Hasn't it ever happened to you? And the other guy's like, nope. <laughs> oh man, amazing. And the look, the look on Lori's face when this person catches them—it's it's almost like, yeah, now people know about us. Oh, she loves it. Yeah, she's absolutely. She's so excited. In loved with it. In loved. <laughs> um. So we're now we're now caught up in all of our plots. Yeah. So Mitch and his wife uh, are have been arguing about Hobie. Yeah. Told him that because because Hobie wants to be like him, he uh, is shitty, which is real shitty of her. Yeah. That was fucked. That was uh, mean. By the way, uh, that she Rude. she's like if she's if he spends all of his time with you, he's gonna want to be like you, and he's like, what's so wrong with that? And I'm like, yeah, nothing. nothing. <laughs> Pretty nothing. sure nothing. Pretty sure you're a great role model for your son, and she's a bitch. Yeah. Um, we have Shawnee and Eddie, where Eddie had to pick up Shawnee's slack. Yep. We have Al, who I think we did not mention, missed the the call on yeah. the, the big savior of everybody. Everyone was pulling everyone out of the water, and then he showed up. And then he rolled up So it makes sense that on. he has to be fucking retired. Yeah, he the just man didn't just run fast enough. keep up. Yeah. Um, and then we have, uh, Lori... Uh, trying to fuck with Craig's life. Yeah. So earlier there was like a big announcement scene in the Chippendales cop shop uh, that there was a uh, joint party of a fundraiser and a celebration for Mitch because he got his uh, lieutenancy. Lieutenant. Yes. Uh, so they go to party at what I can only describe as a leftover set from like daughter of the mummy it's like a weird slide there's a well there's a slide into the pool but as you pointed out there's no water yeah it's a no water (laughs) it's a water water slide slide. into a water into into a water pool holy fuck (laughs) um it doesn't have water running down you just be like yeah the horrible screeching screeching down it on the way in but this is the other moment that I noticed specifically where you can tell that everyone was told action less than a second ago. Yeah. Because it's this weird... The Okay, so I'm trying to describe this room to y'all, folks. Let's, let's see if we can do this. Yeah. There's a pool. There's like a long pool in the middle of it. It's not wide. It's like, a, it's like one yeah, of those infinity long. pools. It's like a, just a lap pool. Yeah. So there's like a lap pool in the middle of this giant room that at the head of the pool has a multi-level staircase that is done in this like faux Egyptian style. Yeah. Like so like t- each side you can get up the stairs but they meet in the middle and, and go to the same place kind of thing. A weird and, pyramid and, and thing. There's, it, yeah, it's like a weird pyramid stairs and the band is playing all over the stairs but then everyone's in amongst the band. Yeah. Like the singer is down front near the pool and then there's a guy with a saxophone off to her right and yeah. a guy on a guitar like 
helicopter left and then a guy on drums up on a different level. Yeah. But then everyone's right next to them and yeah. dancing like whatever they're doing. But you they're can they're, but that's where I noticed that you can tell they just they were just told action and because they're just yeah. like barely moving. Some people kind of look like they're in conversation yeah. in amongst people that are talking. It's like there's no rules for where the dance floor is. No, so like everyone's doing every kind of interaction at once in amongst each other and it's a huge fucking mess. And but I also oh. want to be there. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's also no like dress convention for this party. Like some people are in like pretty formal outfits. Some people are in, you know, everyday streetwear. And then some people are just in bathing suits. There yeah. doesn't seem to be any kind of consistency. It was just we're gonna show up. Some people came to swim, some people came to dance with the band, and some people came as part of the fundraiser in their formal wear. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. But yeah. It, it really is just all over the place. Yeah. Uh, and so we get a brief uh, moment of Shawnee and Eddie talking about the scene of saving earlier. And yeah. Eddie proves how deep he is <laughs> by saying, like, it was almost like she was saving me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, fuck off, Eddie. Fuck. Yeah. No one gives a shit. And then but, when Shawnee asked him about it, he wouldn't tell her. He yeah. wouldn't tell her what he meant. Oh, well, and this is the second time he's been deep, because there was an earlier scene where uh, he found a lost kid on the beach oh, yeah. and then dumped way too much information on this oh, kid. This poor six-year-old this kid, He, child. like, gives this six-year-old kid fucking pair of binoculars. He's like, here, use these binoculars. The magic. Find your mom. And then the kid asks him a question, and he's like, how old are you? And he's like, six. And he's like, wow, by the time I was six, I had three sets of dads, I had three dads and three moms. Yeah. Because, like, how is that possible? And he goes, Well, let's just say my last name is Foster. I'm like, wow, like, this kid's like, not mind. your therapist. You're what? really putting a lot on this small child. Yeah. He's just a child. And then it's, just a boy. on top of being lost, this kid is then very confused. But he does find his mom, so it's cool. He does. Uh, Lori shows up, and she gets in good with Craig's wife because they're in the va- Craig's wife is in the bathroom touching up her makeup and she's like yeah, hey can I use your Craig yeah yeah well she got all sweaty dancing so she had to go yeah. touch up her makeup because Lori's like can I use some of that she's like I don't know it's real dark she's like I like dark I like dark I like okay. dark <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah Jesus Christ oh my god but in that scene she like tells her a crazy story about yeah. Uh, fucking a lifeguard after being saved by him. Yeah. And she's into it. She's so into it. She's like, ooh, like, she can't wait to go say to Craig, hey, I know about one of your fucking friends at work fucking this chick in yeah. his lifeguard tower. Which he's like, not she's supposed like, to be doing. She's like pumped about the drama, yeah. and, which I think is so funny. She's not shocked. Like, <laughs> and it's not even faux, like, excited like when she leaves she's immediately like oh that was funny i'm gonna go tell craig yeah so obviously uh a big scene unfolds where Lori shows up uh Lori points out craig craig's wife says something about it yeah uh but i think it was craig who shouted i don't know Lori shouted something Mm -hmm. so Lori shouts something and everyone notices craig why are you doing this to me damn it now stop it there's the fucking record scratch. Oh, yeah. And everyone stops. And Where she's like, it, and it, it happened. I have witnesses. Won't you? Like, she points somebody out. She's like, you saw it. Oh, the guy in the truck. Yeah, the you guy. She it. does He'll point to the him. guy in the truck. But just before that, like, 
uh, Craig is like, you know it didn't happen and shit yeah. and trying to talk to his wife. But yeah, she does point to the guy who was in the truck. And I don't, I still don't know what the fuck he's holding. No. It looks like he's just holding like a plate of food. Like he's like at a fucking wake. Yeah. He's just got like a paper plate with a quarter of a tuna sandwich on it. And they just cut to him and he's holding something. But it also might be a record. It could have been. So I don't know. He's just holding something flat like a plate in his hand. And she's like, he knows. And, and he, he just, just pieces out. out. He's yeah. like, oh, I'm not getting involved in this shit. He had the most ridiculously sweet early 90s tie. It was... It did not go with his shirt. Anyway, he was mortified and he noped out. <laughs> yes. So, party, uh, as far as we know, continues on. People seem to kind of get over their lives. But we yeah. do follow on with Craig and his wife back at their house. Mm-hmm. Um, their glorious, glorious house. Whose house? Craig's house. <laughs> so, yeah. And they do have a... Oh, God, uh, it's it's almost indescribable, but also very describable at the same time. The fact that it is pink, it's like yeah. a Barbie pink that's just been like a little faded by the sun. Mm-hmm. Like you left that Barbie car out in your backyard in the summer. <laughs> like that's where that's where we're at with it. But it's like such a concept house office looking thing. There's so yeah. there's so many individual balconies on it. Yeah. And all the balconies have like they're fence thing or whatever you want to call it their their boundary the is railing this, yeah railing thank you very much <laughs> is like this thick pipe it looks like outdoor office thick pipe but inside and outside but then also fuck i mean so the inside of it it's very open concept yeah so there seems to be there is like an upstairs and there seems to be a couple rooms but most of it's open concept. So the upstairs is like open without walls. Yeah. And that's where Craig's office is. Mm. Uh, and then the downstairs, which doesn't have, it's just all wide open. It, it's hard like, to describe. It's so open. It like, almost seems like there aren't even rooms. Yeah. It's it's almost like uh, in the great outdoors, the cottage that they rent, that there's just like the huge open giant area and then uh, one hallway that lines the rooms on the second floor it's kind Mm -hmm. of like that because their bed is on the main floor yeah in like a sunken living room 70s situation yeah so most of the house is bedroom because of this crazy three-story open concept room that they have most of its bedroom because their bed is in the middle of the fucking like what would be a living room for yeah. most normal fucking people and if they had guests they would they're no privacy people would have to yeah people would, yeah it's just like oh so this is where you guys fuck right? <laughs> like that's all yeah. i can think of i was like you guys fuck there and yeah. people have to come into that like yeah. the the air that you shared with your fucking people gotta breathe that <laughs> if they come over to like hang out at your house oh. they're just in your fuck air you're fuck air. Um, but then there was also like a weird statue yes. at the head of their bed. And it's not in focus enough for me to tell quite what it is, but it almost looks like a lounging Buddha that's yeah. watching them. And like, but lounging like they're like laying on their right side with their hand on their head, like propping yeah. themselves up with their hand and just like, hey, hey, how's yeah. it going? I'm just uh, watching you guys in bed. Like, yeah. I can't imagine that's comfortable at all. And it's offset. Like, it's not exactly at the head of their bed, but it's Well, close. the head of their bed was, like, 
a diamond tip. Yeah. Like the head of their bed also wasn't flat. It like came to a point mm, almost. Yes. It, like their their bed was of an irregular shape. I don't think it was a perfect shape. Imagine trying to find fucking sheets for that. So while they're there and they're simmering down from the argument of Lori telling her that <laughs> they fucked, uh, Lori calls. And uh, one of the things that I really applaud them for is the fact that they didn't drag out this fight. Yeah. Like, they both just get in on this call, and she hears what she's saying. Yeah. And Lori's just like, I'm going to kill myself. I'm mm. at this tower. And yeah. uh, Craig is like, I'm going to go. And his wife's like, I'm going too. And yeah. so I was glad that they came to a resolution on that quickly. Like, I yeah, hate... they, they were a team. They like, clearly a well-oiled uh, communicating team. Yeah. So, and, and I liked that. So I was glad. Because it, it, it's similar to, um, I have no time to explain trope in a movie's that's what i think of it's just as bad as that when someone like just can't they just can't talk through something or whatever so yeah either way they uh they go and they find Lori, and she's got bruises on her neck and they talk to her about it and she says that she's being uh sexually abused by her dad yeah and it's really crazy and when i watched this Mm -hmm. i fully bought into that (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh all that other the creepy music Mm -hmm. and all the stuff she's doing, this is just leading up to uh, the fact that she is herself being abused and yeah. then it's going to be like a family drama situation because this is that kind of show. Mm. This is the show that does that. But uh, And I felt like a monster because I was like, no, she's a creepy stalker. This is a story. And then I was like, why do I instantly think that? Why don't I just be like, oh, no, she's being abused. How sad. But no, I was like, she's crazy. Like, she's, she's fully stalking this man now. So they're like, you can come stay with us. So they, she stays the night there. But there is a scene where they're in their weird sucking bed. Yeah. Uh, talking about how, well, they have, yeah. I mean, his wife goes on about how she knew a girl who was, like, in a similar situation and killed herself with a bunch of pills. Yeah. While they're, like, gingerly, like, doing the, like, intertwined finger thing. They're, yeah. like, slowly intertwining their fingers w- with each other, like, real passionately <laughs> while she's talking about this person she knew that took a bunch of pills and killed herself because she was getting raped by her dad. Yeah. And then it pans up to uh, Lori, like, looking down at them from the second floor railing of their crazy office house. Yeah, just like really hammering home that they have no privacy at all. Yeah. And also how creepy she is. Exactly. <laughs> so Craig goes to he goes to her house. He goes to see her mom. Yeah. Uh, Lori's mom and is like well this is weirder than anything. He's just like yeah I'm here about Lori or whatever. Yeah. And she just invites him in. Yeah. Like he's very clearly like almost 40 like this guy that she's just like oh I think my daughter is sleeping I guess I'll just go get her for you. Yeah. And then he's like Like, I want. Not why or anything like that. But yeah not why and it'll make sense why it's even more upsetting in a second. Yes. Uh, He's like where's her dad and she's like her dad died 10 years ago. Yeah. And then he's like but she said that she's getting molested by her dad and she's like I'm not married. But where is Lori's father? He passed away ten years ago. What? The fact that a man showed up to your house uh-huh. asking to see your daughter and you were so willing to just go be like, oh, I'm going to go get her out of bed for you. Right. When you know she's got, like, fucking Massive. problems. Yeah. Girl's fucking out to lunch. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's saying, she's saying, 
like she she just spent the last year in a hospital for this. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I like I've done everything I can. So then this immediately and gl- wonderfully cuts back over to Lori uh going out like the bottom floor of their uh of their house yeah, which exits directly onto the beach yeah. and finds a bag with some gear in it and pulls out a huge knife like a big ass like fucking rambo knife yeah and then she goes over to the beach and she has the knife and she just starts stabbing the sand as it's quickly intercut with images of Gina. Yeah, uh, like Craig's wife. Images. Yeah, like flashback images of like Craig with the other girl that he like put the band-aid on. Yeah. Craig with Gina and dancing Craig with her dancing at the party. Her, yeah. And she's just every time she stabs the sand, it's just cutting back to that. And I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. This is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that so much. It was so good. I was like, oh shit. I was terrified. I'm like, no. So then after that, she goes up into the house, scares the shit out of Gina as she's doing art of some kind. Yeah. So, which I, I'm, we're assuming that's her job, some sort of artist. Yeah. But, which is weird because earlier, well, I guess not weird. He said that they met because he cross-examined her. Yeah. And he uh, couldn't break her. Basically, and he was like, I couldn't break, I couldn't get her to talk on the stand, so I married her. He said something <laughs> like that. And so I thought she was like another lawyer, but she seems to be some sort of artist. Um, she's like, I need to, I, I feel bad about what I did. Yeah. I, I want to go and burn this piece of paper that I've written down the bad thing I did, and yeah. you need to come with me. Uh, because that's what she was doing earlier. She had the yeah, paper that she, she was the, she was when she went out to the pier. She so burned she, a piece of paper and threw it over. Yeah, she explained that her therapist told her that whenever she had a bad thought and she wanted that thought to go away, she should write it down on a piece of paper, burn it, and let the sea take the ashes out. And then or it'll the be with the sand yeah. forever, forever, or something like yeah. that. Something real definitive. Uh, and then Gina just looks at her during this, and then she's like, "Well, Craig will be home soon." Like yeah. she can't give a fuck about this like really a, a fuck has not been given yeah. to Lori about this situation like she really can't even try Gina's just so like is checked out halfway through that conversation and it's just like yeah no, no. I'm not gonna go do that but Craig will be home so you know Craig will take you out you yeah. can go burn your paper at the pier you know yeah traffic I'm not getting into this mm-hmm. I'm not so but she guilts her and they, they do end up uh, going out. So she guilts Gina into doing this. And they go out. And they go under the pier. But they don't go under the pier where Craig, like, got his truck stuck up. No. They, they go to, like, a chain link fence that yeah, someone's weird. cut a human-sized hole in. And it's, like, deep under a pier. Like, like it's, deep. it's like, scary. Like, people like, sleeping under there. Yeah. And there is. They have, like, the Home Alone 2, like, run into a homeless person yeah. moment of just, like, they run into a homeless person that scares them and they run away. <laughs> and it means nothing to the plot. Yeah, It's just, like, there. weird, fucked up, like, you know, don't be there during high tide, maybe. Yeah. Kind of place. I, I think it's kind of supposed to sort of really hammer home the, the idea that nobody looks there. So she takes her there. Uh, Craig is now starting to look for them and he, he shows up nearby. Mm -hmm. I I forget what it is that tips him off to it. I think either he 
found a letter that like oh she wrote the letter on his computer ah yes Lori says that she wrote this letter that she wants to burn on on craig's computer yeah and craig does see that and then finds out that they're at the pier kind of thing so he's like trying to find them and he stops outside of a place which i noticed it's clearly called the boathouse um but the where the camera decides to park itself the bee is covered so it's called the oat house and i was like that just sounds like the name of a vegan like cafe that's run by a woman named jewel and another woman named stephanie and they got married a month ago and they raised chickens just to look at because they're vegan (laughs) um so she's got Gina under the pier through the human sized hole in the chain link fence and she's like here take a look at the paper before I burn it Mm -hmm. and she starts to read it I love her reaction when she's just like well this is a suicide note and I'm like yeah from your perspective like she has such a kind of she's like wait a second Lori this is a suicide note yeah and Lori, of course, has that big-ass knife that she was stabbing the sand with and tries to stab her. So they have a little fucking chase yeah, scene chase for Brit. Uh, Gina fucking gives her the fucking fistful of sand, yeah. like, in her right face. In like, right in the eyes. Got the eye sand. Um, but they manage to get to a... Uh, oh, they get Oh, they get to the other side of the chain link fence. Yeah. Or maybe they go back to it. It's hard to tell. The geography really of underneath the pier is weird. Um, but they get to a chain link fence where Craig is on the other side. Yeah, and Gina's he's able to he's able to kind of start talking to Lori. Yeah, um, and there's and and trying to get her away from Gina, and he's just like, "No, I'm I'm here for you," and yeah. she's like. All the things I felt I gave to you in that book with the poem. Yes. And he like, you can see the confusion on his face because he didn't read any of that shit. And he's just like, tell me the poem. (laughs) Yeah, like just whatever will get you to keep talking and follow me over here so you're not going to stab Such a gamble too. I was like looking at him like once he said like, well, tell me what the poem said. I so for sure thought she was going to be like, you, you fucking it. never read it. Yeah, yeah, right? I'm like, no, but she didn't. So he like gets her to walk over and say the poem. And this is what she says. The poem? Tell me the poem. He bravely risked his soul to save her life. Then he took her for his wedded wife. Me, Craig. Me, not her. Wedded wife. Oh God. I mean, applause to her for getting through that. Yeah. But I mean, her Oscar moment is yet to come. Yeah. And then Craig. In the, in the confusion of hearing the poem and she's like, I'm going to stab the fuck out of Gina. Craig is able to reach through like a broken part of the fence and stop her and get the knife away. Yeah. And then she has her like legit Oscar moment when she's just like crying and she's like, I loved you, Craig and shit. Yeah. And it's fucked. It's but it's so like, fucked. it's really fucked up. And I remember the first time watching this, I was just like, 
okay, I'm watching every episode of this series <laughs> because of that specific moment. I was like, this is fucking crazy. This is episode one. Yep. Fucking give it to me. Heat it up in a spoon, inject it into my balls. Into I don't give a balls. fuck. That sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> but like that, you telling me this story about this first episode when you were trying to rope me into watching this show roped me in. It worked. Yes. Like, it was, I was like, this is what Baywatch is about? Okay, I want it. Yeah. Well, you ended up making a remark as we were watching it that you're like, my God, there's miles and miles of beach. Oh, my God. And I was just like, yeah, with all kinds of people, with all kinds of stories. (laughs) I was like, oh, I know how the producers meeting went on this one. Yeah. Other than the fact that uh, Buddy, who plays Craig, he was in a movie called Lifeguard in Mm. the 70s, which... Someone else was a producer on or something like there. Sure. There's a connection there mm-hmm. that that there's a reason that it got made as a result of that. And so that'll be something we'll uh, bring up. And actually, when we say that we're going to watch superfluous extra things, the lifeguard movie is going to be uh, one of them. Nice. But anyway, that ends that plot. Yeah, that, it seems that, like it, it should be the end of the show. It seems like it should be. That was really the A plot. Yeah. Like, it. it's kind of weird that that uh, didn't uh, come first, but there's still, like, 20 minutes left, something like that. Yeah, you mean that that didn't come last. Oh, sorry, yes. <laughs> yes. I, 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 it should have came after. Yeah. Um, but uh, what came next should have came first. <laughs> so we're, again, brought back around to Al. Al's hanging out with Hobie, yeah. the Hobster, the Hobart. Hobster. Uh, Hobie Buchanan. Well, yeah, he takes him out on like a like a boat, like fishing tour thing. Yeah, because they go There's out. There's a lot of people on that boat. There is, yeah. yeah. It seems like a bad place to go fishing. It feels like it seems too leisurely. Mm-hmm. Like there's like because there's this scene where uh, this old, well, I say old woman. It's a woman the same age as uh, Al. Yeah. That's just like, oh, if he's a lifeguard, then I'm I'm front runner in a beauty contest. Right, that was and, rude. And Hobie's just like, no, you don't understand. He is. He's he's, he's the best lifeguard ever, <laughs> next to my dad. <laughs> he's a legend on the beach. Yeah, tell them. yeah, <laughs> literally that he yes, says. He's a, a legend, legend on, the, on beach, the beach. Tell them. And Al looks like kind of over his shoulder and goes. I'm a legend on the beach. <laughs> I'm just so like done with this shit because he's yeah. like, I'm, I'm forced to retire. I'm mad that I, I might put other people's lives in danger. <laughs> like, they think I'm an old useless man being put out to pasture. But like, so they're on this fishing tour and they, I hope he actually managed to catch a big fish. He caught a huge fish. Yeah. That'd be like the fish of your life. Most people are lucky to catch a fish that big with casual fishing. And he yeah. goes out first time and fucking nails it like... It's like a fucking 12 pound fucking bass or trout or something like that. But like, it's big, and I'm not sure who the captain, I guess, tells the cook guy to go and fry it up. Well, that was part of the thing, because he says when they get on it, he's like, oh, fishermen catch their lunch. And it is part of the tour that if you catch something, they'll cook it for you. Oh, neat. And so. So that's why there's restaurant benches all around. Yeah. So that is the point. Um, but they, yeah, they take it to cook it, but Buddy, when he's mm-hmm. changing the propane tank, he puts the other propane tank on real shittily, 
and yeah. all kinds of propane starts leaking out. So when they go to light the fucking stove, it explodes. So yeah. the, most of the boat explodes and yes. bursts into fire and people fly off of the sides and it turns into a big old Baywatch like rescue extravaganza. It's bananas. Um, so the boat sinks and Hobie's yeah. inside with Al and a few other survivors. But like in a Al, pocket of air. They, yeah, so they've got like a pocket of air and Al gets out and meets with Mitch and he's just yeah. like, where is Hobie? And he's like, I don't know. Is Hobie okay? I don't know. And I was like, fuck you. This is why you're retired. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, you should know. Like, you had one job, fish and be in an emergency situation. Yeah. That's all you're good for now that you're retired. You fish, fucked even that up. Fish and keep an eye on my kid. Well, you yeah. did the first part. Anyway. So they go back down and they... There's like a hole that they have like divers down and they're bringing people out of. And I love that they don't bring Hobie out first. Yeah. They leave Hobie there. It's they're just like, oh, no, you're the son of a lifeguard. You're solid. These other people like there's a businessman in a business suit and a woman who are like freaking out. We're going to take them out first. And Hobie's just like, yeah, I'm cool. Hanging on to the like rafters, like whatever the fuck he's holding on to. Yeah, he's just chilling there and, and he doesn't seem to be panicking. He's just like, all right, the boat exploded and here we are. People are being saved. Cool. But uh, ultimately, in saving him and getting the other people out, Al does not make it. No, he gets uh, tangled. Al in gets tangled up. And some w- net. Yeah. There's like net and rope and all this other yeah. stuff. He so gets he gets tangled, tangled up in things and he drowns. And Al does not make it. They pull him out and they're like, oh, Al, no, you gotta wake up. Yeah. So that brings us uh, to our final scene for the most part. Yeah, no, I'm it brings sure. us to the final scene. Clearly, things wrapped up okay for Craig and Gina. Yeah. Because they're at this funeral. Yeah. So they have a very lavish funeral where everyone uh, lines up on on the beach in their uh, best attire, which is like white short sleeve navy style yes. shirts. It's like uh, their and then the uniform and then the trucks all like pull up behind them, but it it looks like they're gonna like push them or something. It does. It looks like they're lining up to push them into the ocean. And then in the water, a bunch of their, like, rescue boats are just floating there, too, with people on them. Well, that's because they have Mitch out on the boat. Yeah. With Hobie. Hobster. Hobart. Uh, Hobart Buchanan. Hobart Buchanan. Um, Is out on the boat with him. And he does the eulogy from the boat, like, through a speaker. Yeah. And he talks about... Today, in a way, it's more marriage than a funeral. That's yeah. what he said. Like, uh, yeah. Mm, weird. Just weird. <laughs> He's dead, Jim. But dead. they're so on about the great lady <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, but they do that, and then they he like they speed off on their boats with uh, Mitch like hanging onto the edge, yeah. and then it goes into another montage, the yeah. third montage. Surprisingly, only the third in yes. a series that loves montages. They, yeah, they love montages. They and go into their like third the, montage. It's and like it's, the riding into the sunset for everyone montage. Pretty much, despite the fact that there's so much that's, like, left undone, yeah. kind yeah. of. I guess, like, I mean, there is, but there isn't, mm-hmm. you know? So I guess that is the end of the episode, and yeah. now we're going to get into uh, our final thoughts. So that was it. That was the pilot to Baywatch, albeit mm-hmm. the VHS pilot with the extra boobies. Extra boobies. Um, but what did you think? I actually really liked it. And watching this episode, 
it did indeed fuel my desire to see the rest of Baywatch. Literally all of the rest of Baywatch. It comes in strong. It does. It really comes out just hitting because it... It really turns into a cheesier show. And I mean, honestly, that's probably something that can be said for every show. Mm -hmm. But it has a strong opening. It does. It really, uh, I think it takes itself more seriously than Mm -hmm. it does in other seasons in season one. And especially in the pilot. Mm -hmm. So it really, you know, wants us to be invested in these things that haven't been answered. Yeah. And, uh... And, and it works to, like, really invest you in these characters' lives. They barely do any character development. They just drop you in to their lives. And yeah, there's a lot that's... And you learn to like them there's just a, because Yeah, of that. there's a lot that's going on. And yeah, and especially, yeah, yeah, the learning to like them. Yeah, yeah. because uh, like I think... what I was uh, saying be- before with Craig presenting originally as a douche, and then you just see that he's this wholesome guy who just wants people to, you know, survive and have good lives and be nice. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think he wants to be like Mitch. Yeah. He he has the double life, whereas Mitch uh, is kind of uh, stuck with uh, this double life as a result of the, mm. the struggle with his son. Yeah. Um, because there is the part where he says to uh, Al, uh, after he has the discussion with his wife about mm-hmm. uh, uh, she wants to take Hobie... Uh, yeah. Like, away from even more. And he yeah, only, he, she wants he only to move sees away, doesn't she? She does, yeah. yeah. But he, like, only sees them, like, every, like, other weekend mm-hmm. already. And I love that scene when she's, like, saying this stuff because he's not a deadbeat. Yeah. He's not someone who has a bad job. He doesn't have a bad life. Yeah, he's not ignoring <clears throat> his kid. <clears throat> he has uh, a, yeah, he has a house. Yeah. He loves his son. Yeah. He loves his job. Yeah, and when not... his wife comes down on him, saying like, "Oh, like if he just hangs out with you all the time at the beach, he's get this is he'll just think this is cool." And it's like, yeah, he should. It is. Cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah, he's not fucking around. He's doing something very legitimate. He's not partying sure. on the beach. He's he's saving people and doing a legitimate thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's sort of dropping us into that and then leaving it open ended. Uh, really, I want to see where that goes. Yeah. And, like, the introduction of and then subtraction of outside characters. Like, I, did, I don't think Lori comes back. Lori definitely it. doesn't come back. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, that also increases the excitement for who comes in. Yeah. And it was, again, talking about the, like, the miles of beach. There just can yes. be anybody that can kind of wander into a Baywatch episode. Yeah. So there's and a it, lot of potential there. It sort of sets up a rivalry between, like, the the lifeguards and I guess it was the resort lifeguards? Just one of them. I Trevor. guess, yeah, just one. Um, but, yeah, it, we definitely set up some things with him that... Yeah. I mean, even when Mitch is, like, chewing him out, he's not completely inhuman. Like, yeah. you kind of, you see it in his face that he's just, like, uh, like, kind of accepting that he's getting, like, chewed out, but yeah. still goes and fucks the, the girl. Right, yeah. Though, uh, though, if you watch the aired version on NBC, he doesn't. That's true. You don't see that. He just saved her and has that expression. So there is that side of it, too. Yeah. But, like, Mitch has big dad energy. Mitch has the most big dad energy. So it's much. ridiculous how much dad energy that he has. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's, yeah, he's wholesome. He's my swim daddy. Oh, I guess. <laughs> <my swim daddy. laughs> so this has been the first episode of Baywatched. 
I think we've been thoroughly Bay watched. Yep, and the Bay has watched us back. Mm-hmm.